There are certain elements of everyday life that most people take for granted. But for other people, mundane matters can be a true revelation. Here's John Carroll's take. This winter, I got my first pair of earmuffs. My mom was big on hoods when I was a kid because hoods came with the coat and didn't represent an additional expense the way earmuffs did. During my high school and college years, of course, there was no chance my paltry disposable income would go toward anything as practical as earmuffs, or haircuts for that matter, which pretty much solved the earmuffs problem. But now, I have them. Naturally, my inaugural pair of earmuffs inspired me to delve into the history of the lobel wear. According to About.com, earmuffs were invented by 15-year-old Chester Greenwood while trying out a new pair of ice skates on a bitter cold day. Wrapping his head in a scarf didn't work, too bulky and itchy, so he made two ear-shaped loops from wire and asked his grandmother to sew fur on them. Greenwood's ear mufflers became U.S. patent number 188,292 on March 13, 1877. Chester went on to establish Greenwood's Ear Protector Factory in Farmington, Maine. He made a fortune providing ear protectors to U.S. soldiers during World War I. No word on whether he cut grandma in on the profits. Farmington, Maine, according to About.com, is now the earmuff capital of the world. There is a parade that celebrates Chester's birthday the first Saturday in December, the website says, with local police cruisers in the parade decorated as giant earmuffs. Flash forward to today, plug the word earmuffs into the YouTube industrial webplex, and you come up with 243 earmuff-related videos. One video tells the story of a man who became deeply depressed when his earmuffs break. The video begins with a quote from James Joyce. He needed those earmuffs, like a young pup doth need his mother's teat. Well, that's too much information, huh? Another video is titled, Japanese Scientist Creates Mind Control Earmuffs. Maeda and his colleagues have developed the headsets and remote control as part of a sophisticated wearable computer. They call their device a galvanic vestibular stimulation interface. It works with electrical or galvanic impulses that are transmitted wirelessly to the ear. Hey, I'm just looking for earmuffs to keep my interface warm. In the end, the most intriguing YouTube earmuff video is Five Ways to Kill a Polar Bear with Red Earmuffs. The video features a plush toy polar bear and a sadistic narrator. Number five, the ladle of death. Ladle, ladle, death. This has been How to Kill a Polar Bear with Red Earmuffs. Who knew earmuffs could be so edgy? Gotta believe Chester Greenwood would be proud. John Carroll is a mass communication professor at Boston University and a correspondent for WGBH-TV's Beat the Press. What's your take? Share your comments about this commentary or hear more of John Carroll's take online at wgbh.org slash John Carroll.